0: you know on certain days maybe my recovery's, you know not as great maybe 10% I know that I probably shouldn't try to go for one rep max uh, so it just keeps me more aware but I still would like to try to do what I can especially in the Metcons just to kind of know that when your body's not at, at it's best you still go and work hard and just kind of put your body to an ultimate test and see, see how everything goes is there any strain from
1: drinking a C4 actually no um <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody it's coach charlie welcome or welcome back to the building better people podcast brought to you by BoomFit. thanks for listening today and at the end of this episode please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already but more importantly i hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey enjoy we're back for another Coaches Monthly podcast. Uh, you guys look great, and great. I'm excited to hear about, oh. kind of see where you guys are with we're your about workouts. I hope we look great. And Perrin, you know, was so eager to go first, so we st- we're starting with Perrin. Uh, give us, you know, last we spoke, you did BCS Classic, or was about you were about to do BCS. Um, you're about a month out of that competition. So, what's your fitness look like since then?
2: Um. You know, I don't know that a lot's changed.
1: Y'all can just consider this like a goal review session.
2: But, um, I honestly had a phenomenal experience, um, start to finish. I've, I've never done it as a competitor, but had a great time. So if there was any chaos behind the scenes, it did not resonate to the athletes on the floor. So phenomenal job. Um, and actually, um, I guess, I guess I'm feeling pretty good about my fitness because Brandon and I have signed up for an, another upcoming competition. I guess I'm feeling right. okay.
1: When is the competition? It,
2: oh, Brandon, November 6th. November 6th.
1: So about six weeks? Yes. No, maybe, yeah, yeah six weeks. Yeah, okay. right, right
2: at six weeks. Um, I know that because um, I just like full-on started the six-week challenge actually on Monday. So yes. Lyle, hear that guy's Lyle like needed a little refresher. Even coaches do yeah. a six-week challenge. Lyle needed a little refresher, and I told him I'd do it with him, and he was like, you don't have to do it for me. I was like, that's oh, awesome. oh, that's cute. You think that I wasn't. I was, <laughs> Brandon, Brandon and I are competing in six weeks, and the timing just worked really well. Um, but no, it's it's good having his accountability So too, coming so.
1: out of BCS, did you walk away with in, like any specific – um, I mean goals is a strong word but just like man I really need to get better at this or I really yeah, want to Yeah you know this I've in. always
2: loved to snatch um, and I've really thought that I could be better at it like mm-hmm. just because I like it <laughs> doesn't mean I'm that great at it. Yeah. Um, Bennett actually looked at my snatch today yeah. which was very nice of him and then Brandon actually spent some time working on me with it a couple weeks ago when we snatched um, as well and that's been really helpful. And
1: what was it About that weekend, about that competition that made you realize You know, there's just a
2: lot of overhead. I don't know if you saw that. I don't know if like (laughs) in the programming, someone was like, we should snatch and we should also do overhead squats. Um, I'm very comfortable overhead. So I think sometimes I'm not as diligent about having as good a form as I should. Yeah. Um, And so just the snatches in that first workout, it wasn't even in the moment that they felt bad. It was kind of looking back, they could have been way more efficient. Yeah. They could have been way better.
1: So what is working on snatches look like for you in your a typical week or um, in the last month? Like in addition to kind
2: of regular workouts. So today I did the EMOM workout that mm-hmm. we did um, and just kept it lighter um, and then focused on some things that... You know, Brandon had mentioned before, and then Bennett conveniently was walking through on my last set, and he had some some other really good advice too. But it's also been some things that now I'm able to see in some other members that's been nice to yeah. be able to pass along to them. And even Laura today was like, okay, no one's ever said it like that before. I was really trying. Was this better? And so that was, and she did great. So it was, awesome. that was that was cool.
1: Well, if it makes you feel any better. I, I have kind of a funny story. So I got my CrossFit level one in 2008. Never done a snatch prior to that or a cleaning jerk. <laughs> Ever. For five years, I'd been a trainer and never done it. And finally, in 2011, I signed up for the Olympic lifting CrossFit course. Mm-hmm. Um, so technically, it's like Bergner's course, but now at the time, Josh Everett was teaching it. And we're probably four hours into this thing. And I'm just like, man, I've been teaching this thing wrong for three <laughs> years. So you're, you know, it, it's uh, snatching and clean jerking is, you know, I tell people it's a lifetime right? It's like golfing. You don't figure it out quick. So I think just putting extra time and energy into it makes a big difference. Absolutely. Um, so, you're following, you said you're like the EMOM. Are you doing classes right now? You
2: know, I bounce around. Yeah. So this week I think I've done three class workouts and then one, you know, portion of a portion of a Mayhem workout. <laughs> <laughs> just call it what it is. Um, So just kind of, A, whatever fits my time frame schedule that yeah. I have time for that day, um, but also kind of making sure I'm not overlapping a ton of any one thing.
1: Yeah, and I think this is kind of a cool thing for members to hear because – Sometimes they don't think of you guys as like having really busy days. They kind of maybe think y'all just coach them and work out the rest of the day. I wish they were right. (laughs) But how, you know, how do you make it work into your busy week and, you know, long days? Like what is, do you have a, do you look at your calendar day before, like figure out what you're going to do? Like, you know, I saw you doing the EMOM right after you coached in class today. So what's typically, how do you, how do you find time?
2: Um, Sometimes I, I usually try to look at my schedule at the beginning of the week. Put in a workout slot every single day doesn't mean it happens doesn't mean it happens at all sometimes it doesn't happen in that time slot um it's also always easier and and more fun enjoyable to work out with other people so if i can make a class work and there's a workout that i think is going to be conducive to what i'm trying to do then you know i'll I obviously always choose that option um but then sometimes you know brandon or robert or both will bully you into working out with them that happens <laughs> sometimes they win um, but, but that's fun too. And that's, that's a different challenge, a different, you know, level of competitiveness than the class, different, different environment, yeah. which I enjoy. So
1: what is kind of a, we'll say goal number of sessions, workouts per week for you personally. And then what is like, no, like no less than this will ever happen.
2: Um, I'm glad I'm go- now I'm glad I'm going first. Cause they're going to come out <laughs> with some crazy numbers over here. that are going to put me to shame. So I'm glad I'm going first. Um, a minimum four days a week, usually no more than six. No, no big deal. Monday, I did do two separate workouts. So. <laughs> they do that every day. so
1: Yeah. No, that's awesome. So. Well, okay. Last question, Perrin. So competition, November 6th. You already said snatch is kind of something. Um, what is your, you know, your nutrition is something, right? So you're doing a six-week challenge. You're kind of giving a little de- extra attention to snatch. What is something else you're trying to do by November 6th? Or in like- hopes for that comp?
2: I don't really have anything in particular, but I, it may be a little more telling once they release what the yeah. what the events are, what you know are going to be. Um, the standards were a little intimidating off the bat, so if their goal was just to scare you into intermediate, <laughs> that 100 percent worked for us because um, that's that's a, exactly where we signed up. And then Brandon, did 24 hours after the year, maybe we should go RX. And uh. pump the brakes. We're good. We're good wherever we are. Um, so I think I think I'll know a little bit more once they once they release. Um, the, once awesome. they release the events we'll kind of we'll and dive in a little bit that's little bit at more.
1: crossfit sda
2: correct at yes. their gym
1: is where it'll be. i believe so yes very cool we need to get a crowd to come cheer you on
2: <laughs> if we end up rx we might need it. <laughs> <laughs> all right
1: stephanie let's uh check in and hear about kind of you know what your workouts are like these days
3: nothing extraordinary charlie <laughs> hey if it happens
1: it's <laughs> not extraordinary. two hours a day <laughs> Yeah. So tell me what just for starters, like what do you when you approach a week? Like what is kind of a a mental goal or you know number of sessions or at mindset about it? Because you work out in classes. I mean, we've done a couple workouts together in the last few days.
3: Yes, I like to work out in the classes. I like the variety and just it's different working out with people versus by yourself. I still like to pop into the twelve o'clock class, um, but with my schedule. Mixing up and getting busier. Sometimes I'll try to pop into a different class. But usually I try to do five workouts a week. But kind of basing it off recovery, how I feel. Like if there's a day that I don't feel as much, I may pull back and just do something lighter. Do more movement or even take the dog for a run. But I like to do actually something every day, but workouts five times a week.
1: What does something lighter look like? If you do feel like, man, I'm a little beat up. I just did... Five rounds of 800 meter run, 30 pull ups, 30 kettlebell swings. So what <laughs> you know? What fruit. what does a light? So
3: maybe pulling back on the weight, not going as heavy, or or even I'll take the dog for a run, and we'll run and walk, run and walk, so little intervals, but not sprinting, not something that's just going to shoot my heart rate up, and um, something I know my body will be able to recover from, and not overstrain it.
1: Do you have a whoop band? How long have you had a whoop band?
3: I have it for a month now, and okay. now it knows me, and I do not like what it's telling me. Okay, so do,
1: how much of this, <laughs> it
3: knows me.
1: how much does it dictate, you know, whether or not, like, you're pulling back or...
3: Um, not a ton, because I, based off of just, I guess it does and it doesn't, but based off of the health condition that I have, I've learned body awareness really, really well, I feel like, or I've had to over the past three to four years. So I can usually tell how I'm feeling but when I do look on there and I see, like, you're 29% recovery, I'm like, well, that's awful. Mm. <laughs> um, that is today. Thank you, Robert. And so on that, I mean,
1: <laughs> a day like that, you'll still work out.
3: I will. Cause, but I also know that, again, my health condition is um, autonomic nervous disorder. It's that type of syndrome. And your recovery, your um Like that's your neuro and muscular systems. That's a big part of your recovery. So I naturally know that mine is longer and take like is lower and takes longer to recover. So I'm aware of it, but I can also push through it. But I know if I'm getting the right amount of water, electrolytes, medicine, um, and sleep, which my sleep is. How's that sleep challenge going, Brandon? Are we still doing that sleep challenge, (laughs) Robert? Um, Bennett? (laughs) So, like, based off of those numbers, like, a knowing where I'm at, like, I'll still work out. So, I, I use it. It's helpful, the WHOOP, um, but I also, based on how I'm feeling.
1: When you watch your heart rate during your workout, is it more for just knowing where you're at, or are you trying to kind of keep it yourself in a certain heart rate?
3: Um, it's more of knowing where I'm at. I know that... When I hit 92, 93% my max heart rate, or if I hit roughly 162 to 164, I start getting symptomatic, and I know I can push the line a little bit more, but if it's really, really hot, like I know I don't have as long to push that line, but when I push that line, I actually, it helps me long-term. So it's miserable in the moment, so I like to push that line. It makes me feel a little bit safer, even though I can tell how I feel, but if I see the number, I'll push it just a tad bit more.
1: Mm. it's like a
3: safe net, I guess. Yeah. Um,
1: Do you feel like, um, there's anything like currently that you're focused on in your workouts in terms of like skills or movement particularly that you're trying to get better at?
3: Not necessarily specifically. It's been good. Like um, when we did the eight hundreds, four rounds of eight hundreds, all of that was brutal. That was miserable mm. and it didn't feel good, but my times were way better than they have been before. So that was encouraging to see, um, kind of just all over. Yeah. I enjoy the lifting. I enjoy, I don't enjoy the conditioning, but it's <laughs> been good. Um, and kind PR'd of sh- a few lifts lately. So it's been oh, fun cool. to just kind of cross the board, but no, no specific like.
1: Yeah. So when you do five days a week, kind of like you mentioned, is is weekends off? Do you have a rest day? Like what's your...
3: Sometimes I'll come to Saturday. Mm -hmm. It kind of depends just how I'm feeling or if I'm in town or not and how the week went.
1: Yeah. And so you like the noon class.
3: I do. But
1: you like you worked out at 5 a.m. one day this week. Oh, yeah. That was rough. Is that different?
3: But that was, I knew that I was busy during that class and if I didn't come at 5, I knew when I got home that evening I wouldn't work out. So it really wasn't a choice. It was like, no get up and go work at five and I also got to see you coach it knowing that I was going to coach later that day. So it was kind of a double win.
1: Yeah. So, you know, you mentioned you like doing something every day. Um, and I think this is just good for the members to hear because obviously I'm sitting in a room with people who are training, (laughs) coaching and living it out and believing in what they do. But for them to hear that, like, what is it about doing something every day that kind of makes you feel you need it? or you want it, or you crave it?
3: I think it's kind of twofold. It's all, It's been a part of just how I live my life for so long, even since when I was little. Um, but also, too, when I work out, like, I'm a better friend. I'm a better coach. I'm a better sister, daughter, aunt, like, everything. Like, mm-hmm. if I get to work out, it clears my mind. It gets me moving, um, Kind of a little bit of everything. Yeah,
1: so you just know.
3: Like when I don't work out, I'm like, oh, I really want to work out. Which, you know, not everyone likes to work out, so that's kind of a something different.
1: But. I describe it as like I'm more irritable <laughs> when yeah, I don't get to work get out. When you don't work out, it's true. It's almost yeah. like. Uh,
3: it's like you become fidgety. Like you need yeah, to work out. Like,
1: yeah, I've just, you know, when we travel too, it's like Alicia's kind of just learned that. I'm just going to go work out like I'll do it mm-hmm. early if I have to, or, you know, try my best to not interrupt schedules and plans. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing. It's like I crave it. And, it, it, you know, the the version of me that didn't get to work out is a lot worse than the version of me that got See? to. So, yeah. well, okay. cool. Well, that's a great update. And uh, I think you're crushing your fitness. So hey, keep it up, Robert. Time to hear about it, man. You, uh, last we spoke, you, you were, I think you were, it was before BCS, you were, uh, I don't know if you were saying
0: you were going to beat Brandon. I, I'm just going to go off and say it. Up. We, we didn't get last, but uh, we also didn't beat Brandon. So. <laughs> okay, so you, you, you're
1: coming <laughs> off of that competition that you guys, I mean, really, I would say y'all trained really hard for long, it yeah. for a long time. And I mean, you probably were in the best shape you've ever been in that weekend. Yeah. And so now, what can't, like, what is kind of your current <clears throat> last 30 days? Been? So,
0: a week after the BCS Classic, I kind of took the following week easy to not working out at all, uh, just kind of taking it very light. And then coming back, I felt better, stronger, just faster. I just overall, just even mentally and physically, just felt better. Um, taking that week off so uh that was that was a good little break just helped me just clear my mind just get ready to start training for something again which uh yesterday i signed up for the fittest experience qualifier so that will be coming october 20th so now i gotta get ready for that so um, when you say you
1: pulled back took some time off what does that look like for you is it well, nothing like
0: zero workouts is it no it was more like just trying to get the workouts in if i could if I had the time, if time allowed it. If not, I really just didn't stress about it. I just went home and focused more on just stretching and maybe some recovery. Uh, so it was just not allowing my mind to get overwhelmed by not working out and just understand that if I didn't have that time, it was okay to miss. Uh, but I think I did work out maybe two, three times that week. I think I did aerobic capacity, and then maybe I did some light Metcons, but I didn't really do any... Uh, specific weight training or go heavy on anything. I just took it relatively light. Did your body kind of respond positively to pulling back? Oh, absolutely. I think it did. Um, Man, that classic, the workouts were intense. Those overhead squats and running. Man, I don't know how I got, I don't know how I was able to do those 15 unbroken every single round, but those were heavy and those got hard fast. Yeah. Um, But um, I don't know. I, I just think, prior to that we were working out hard i think we were just we were just tearing it up out there all of us um and so i just think i needed that time what did your uh, strain get to on your whoop that weekend i was kind of upset my strain only got to like 16 i was like this is kind of ridiculous okay so the highest you know i'm, a, I'm not as knowledgeable about <laughs> the whoop but i kind of kind
1: of like a person who kind of knows it a little here and there so the strain is the amount of output right like how hard your body mm-hmm. worked in the effort it gave in right. that workout,
0: what's the highest? Like, what's? Uh, well, it's twenty one, but you don't really get to twenty one. You get to like twenty point eight or Bennett. Where have you been? 20. There you go. You get the twenty. What's point- <laughs> the
1: highest you've ever been in a workout?
0: Uh, honestly, I cannot get to twenty. So I think the highest I've been, I know last classic I was at eighteen four. I think when I did a hero wide, was it the nine eleven? Or it was the 13 one of them i got to at least i think 19 and so is the goal to get a high number no um it's just for me i don't think the goal is to get to high numbers it's more like just testing your fitness uh if brandon and i go and do a workout and it's the same workout uh recovery we're both you know our recovery is great we're in the green and my strain's probably a 14 and let's say his strain's a 12 it's probably just going to me- mean that i had to out, uh, put out more energy than what he did uh, just to, based on the movements or what the workout is. So it's just kind of just how my body's responding to that specific workout um, overall, with, especially with the heart rate and just everything else that goes into that. Man, I wonder, I mean, again, speculation, what was
1: your, your strain on Eva? Friday, Steph. Death. Did it tell you <laughs> that? <laughs> I
3: felt like it. Uh, that might have been, I hit 16.6 as my height. That's actually what I was just looking Oh. Really high, like fifteen point five was yesterday, but Friday was worse. So I think that could have been my sixteen day. Okay. So it was probably fifteen something in the workout, and then the rest of the day strain pumped me to sixteen point six.
1: Gotcha. So do you look at that every day, Robert? Every day. And are you are you deciding anything with the information?
0: Um, no. I just know that you know on certain days maybe my recovery is you know not as great, maybe ten percent. I know that. I probably shouldn't try to go for one rep max uh, so it just keeps me more aware but I still would like to try to do what I can especially in the Metcons just to kind of know that when your body's not at, at its best and you still go and work hard and just kind of put your body to an ultimate test and see where you see how everything goes so. is there any strain from drinking a C4 actually no <laughs> um, I have- I have- <laughs> so I I, I mean, I had a C4 this morning, and then I actually meditated, like, right when I got home, and I actually got my heart rate to, like, 46 beats per minute, so that's never happened, so, I mean... You got it the lowest it's ever been? Yeah, I don't know, C4. so, I mean, that was right after having a C4 at 5 a.m., and... Then, yeah, uh, they, they 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 said that it was great, so, I mean, I don't know. um You were in a very meditative state. Very meditative, I think I fell asleep a little bit, but, you know... <laughs>
1: Okay, so are your qualifier be, uh, fitness experience, right. Between now and then, you've got what a month, 4 weeks, maybe. Less, less than that. We're, are, we're at the 22nd, so Yeah, so what is what do you
0: what do you think you you need you're trying to focus on? What do you are you trying to focus on anything? Strength training at least 3 to 4 times a week, getting in uh metcons on a regular basis. Uh sundays instead of just not doing anything maybe do some active recovery thursdays will be aerobic capacity so it's pretty much just trying to stay just on top of my game so so three to four strength training a week Mm -hmm. and then
1: metcons pretty much every day except sunday so six days a week well thursday and sunday
0: because those will be aerobic capacity so it's just kind of low impact i'd say still still cardio but it's not as intense What do you think your would
1: be the the thing? And and this can be in any area, right? It could say like um, duration of workout or weight of workout or specific movement that would totally expose you in the qualifier.
0: Um, I would have to say just like barbell cycling. I think that's probably you know strength has been a weakness, but I think I'm getting stronger. I'm I feel that, but I think it's the barbell cycling. I like think, uh, grace, like heavy grace, dirty cleaning jerks? Oh, yeah, just grace. <laughs> just grace, like not even heavy grace, just grace in yeah. general. But, I mean, even when we did work uh, workout, I guess, a couple months ago with grace as a start off, I mean, I got, a, I think, 257 on grace, yeah. which was great, honestly a PR for me. I've never gotten below 330, so that was really good. Uh, I think barbell cycling, it's, gotten, it's it has gotten better. But I just need to stay focused and move with uh, just try to focus on that a little bit more. Yeah. Coming up with the competition. So And that'll be two weeks. Are they doing the qualifier for yeah, two? Yeah, so it's gonna be six workouts? It's gonna be six workouts. I think it's the twentieth is when it starts and you gotta get those in the week. And then with the rogue invitational that following week, I gotta try to get those workouts in before rogue, because let's be honest, I'm probably not doing yeah. any workouts during rogue. But I think it was also great to do it, because if I qualify for the Fittest Experience, you have the Fittest Experience in January, and you have the uh, Open in February, so it's like everything just back kind of yeah. together. That's cool. So, awesome. Brandon, Robert's whoop brother. Howdy. Or, or whoop father. <laughs> you know... we're, we're we're actually whoop twins. Oh,
4: yeah! Uh, we, uh, <laughs> we were born on whoop on the same day. Oh, so we signed up at the same time. That's um, awesome. And so we are twinning.
1: Awesome. So, uh, so
0: Brandon, what are your workouts looking like? You came out of BCS. Came out of
4: BCS, and it was were, like you were inspired.
0: 364 days until
4: next year's BCS.
0: <laughs> so I uh, mean,
4: that's kind of been the motto.
1: No, um, but you did you did share something with me about working out in that yeah. heat with Rich so, all day.
4: You know I got the um you know the opportunity to work out with rich and every every single heat, and so that was really fun because you just kinda get to feel like I don't know you you see somebody just feel like they're moving at their normal pace and they just are like destroying you. (laughs) And so, um, it just made me feel like I have so much more to give, um, in my own fitness. Um, and you know, the thing about him is like, he goes in there and has a really good time and it's, he's not bragging about his fitness. He's just in there doing it, you know? And so, remember the first event it was handstand walks right into 15 snatches handstand walks 12 snatches handstand walks nine snatches and we all do our handstand walks and he beats me back on the handstand walk by like maybe 10 feet um and then we get to our barbell at the same time though and we go up i do my first snatch and he does a snatch, and I drop my bar, and he just rides it back <laughs> down and it goes right into another snatch and does like a set of six. And before I even finished, doing- you know, I, for a
1: moment here, I, I wonder how many men on planet Earth have said the exact same thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: After competing in, you know, essentially yeah. with Ridge. Yeah. So, I mean, it was super humbling, but it just made me think, like, wow, there's like more to give. Um, and so, um, and this may- is
1: coming from someone who I think works really hard, right? Like, yeah. you, it's not like you're you're not giving, right? Yeah, yeah. So can you explain that thought process and expand on it a little bit because so people can appreciate what you're saying?
4: <laughs> yeah, I, I think, um, you know, I always when you get like a new client or somebody who's barely been working out and um, you tell them an exercise and it's like, hey, we're going to do – um, five sets of ten wall balls and five burpees. You know, and to us that might seem simple, but to them it seems really difficult. And they look at you, and they say, "Well, this is easy for you to do." And it may look easy on paper for us, but you know the intensity that we have to push ourselves is just going to be just as hard for us as it is for you. And so we're just at like different levels. Rich and I. Just like how I would be at a different level than compared to somebody who's just started working out. Um, doesn't mean that it's easy. It's just the intensity is different. And um, you're
1: feeling now like, man, I have more decibels in me. I have
0: a higher... I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. What, how does that impacted your training the last month? Yeah, so like that... It was like the next
4: day after the Classic, I, uh, I ran a 5K... And then, like, worked out that entire week. I ran another 5K during that week. Um, And it just, you know, it made me think, like, it's okay to hurt a little bit. You know, I think I really uh, like to stay in my comfort zone and not um, go to a dark place in a workout. Um, And uh, now I'm kind of, like, playing with that a little bit. Not necessarily getting to a dark place, but just saying, okay, okay let's go, you know, like it's, it's not a chance to just sit back and um, wait till you're comfortable. You don't have to necessarily um, wait until you're ready to go unbroken, right? Say if it's like a 50 foot handstand walk, I think there was a time where I'd be like, okay, I'm going to wait until I can go unbroken. Now it's like, well, I better just get up there and go and then do as far as I can. And like, sometimes it's surprising because you can do that 50 foot handstand walk under fatigue where you didn't think you would be able to. So Man,
1: I think it's cool to hear you say that. And you and I have chatted about it since. But I had a very similar experience, Mm -hmm. not competing with Rich, but training at his uh, place in Cookville. And at the time, for me personally, I felt like my workouts were just like going through the motions. Mm -hmm. Which means I was working out. So I was checking the box. But Mm -hmm. I also know myself. And coming back, I said the exact same words. I said, I have more to give mm-hmm. and and kind of a desire to. Yeah. And so I, I think it's re- really neat to hear that that was kind of an experience that you had, you yeah. know, um, and that it's impacted. I mean, at the end of the day, you're training harder. You're more, mm-hmm. you know, you're in better shape. Um, obviously, it's, you know, something you really enjoy and care about. Absolutely. Um, so are you planning to do any competitions? Oh, I guess with Perrin, yeah. November 6th.
4: Yeah, so... Um, I don't know. I got a little competition crazy. There's a I have a competition this weekend. Um, <laughs> I'm doing a, it's a Gold's Fit competition, so it'll be kind of like a just like a motor um, competition. It's usually low skill, high conditioning. Um, Travis James, he's a member here. We're gonna be doing it together. Awesome. So um, that'll be a lot of fun. Um, that's this weekend, um, and then we'll have. Um, the sda comp um battle for excellence on november 6th
1: now so. what is it that you enjoy about
4: competing i enjoy competing with people like with friends mm-hmm. i i think that is so fun for me just because like you get to push each other and then like and those times it's easy for me to say if i'm competing by myself you know this is just for fun you know but when somebody else is like kind of depending on me i'm like okay i'm going to like give it my all and so sometimes i can push a little bit more for others than i would be able for myself mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah um and really it's just all about the community i think that's the the biggest thing that i get from it it's um it's like the a chance to feel like you're part of a team again um and just feeling like this is more than me yeah so.
1: what is currently training look
4: like you know 7 day schedule um it's uh pretty similar to roberts right now um we both are running mayhem um i would say that uh i'm taking a little bit off on the strength portion though i'm just kind of letting my hips heal um and then really uh like stephanie said just like trying to keep this moving going on sundays um you know i know when sundays if i just take a complete rest day monday it takes me a lot longer to get going and get warmed up and usually sometimes monday my workouts will be a little bit slower or i'm just i'm not feeling like uh, you know myself like i can work hard so sundays are usually like let's just maybe go ride the bike or maybe take the dogs for a walk or go play some frisbee golf or something just to get my body moving um to stay, to stay loose. So. You know, I
1: think it's so cool for members to hear that because, you know, most people will take Saturday and Sunday off mm-hmm. and then come in on Monday. And, and, you know, it's kudos to come in on Monday and work all, all week. But there is something to doing something on Sunday, mm-hmm. right? Like whatever that is or, or even the weekend. Yeah. Um, some kind of
4: whether you come to class on Saturday or walk yeah. your dog. And I, I think it doesn't even have to be a lot, you know. Walking the dog, or um, I mean, just taking a walk down to the park uh, is something so small, but it makes your body just get up and move, get a little blood flow, um, and then just kind of renews
0: your body for the so week. This so this is this is
1: something pretty cool. Me and Kate have been, now been doing like six, seven months. Is I'll go out for a run now on yeah. Sunday mornings, and Kate will ride her bike. Well, her little friend bought a house. In a neighborhood, it's a couple neighborhoods out. So this, like, last... Well, we I've ran out to that neighborhood before, and it's about two miles out, two miles back. But mm-hmm. we went out and actually, like, looked at the house. So we did, like, five and a half miles <laughs> just to go out and see the girl's house because it's under construction. It's yeah. almost done. Uh, so now I think I'm pretty much committed to that distance every Sunday morning with Kate. <laughs> but it's, you know, again, it's not a fast run. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking... If I'm honest, it's probably a 10 minute mile, yeah. you know, Kate, it's, it's with Kate. So it's so sweet, <laughs> oh, that's a good you time. know, but I agree. I think doing something on Sunday, I think, you know, moving, yeah. keeping your body, you know, active is really important. Absolutely. Um, anything you're doing in your nutrition?
4: Yeah. So, uh, right now, um, Travis and I, we made this little deal and it's, uh, five weeks long of, um, Just perfect eating. We're allowed, like, I think we said 97.5% clean eating. Right? Wow. So, and we did it like this. There's four meals a day on average. So we said four meals a day, uh, give or take some snacks. Um, And... And... uh, 97.5% would be that you would have 140 meals in five weeks. Mm -hmm. And so you have three meals... Over a five week period, where you can do something that may be like, say, you're watching an Aggie football game and you have like a slice of pizza or something like that would yeah. be allowed. But if you do more than three, then you lose. Um, and we just put like a small little bet on it. It was like a box of ammo. So, um, you know, I think uh, Philip Petronella's uh, thousand burpee
1: consequences better yeah, than, than, than ammo. <laughs> <laughs> or <a>
0: thousand calories.
5: <laughs>
1: yeah.
4: So uh, we just put a little bet on it, and really, um, the the thing that we've done is just uh, every single night we send a text to each other and say, "Hey, man, this is what I had throughout the day," and or like, you know, he's he's got um, a couple kids and uh, and a wife that they're like, "Hey, we want to have pizza," and so he's like, "It's double hard for him," you know. Yeah. He might have the I might have the craving. But I don't have kids that are like, "Yeah, hey dad, let's get this." Well, he has the craving, and then his kids are like, "Dad, let's get a pizza," and he's like, "Well, I'll get the kids a pizza. I gotta get the pizza on a plate for them." And so I'm like holding it Ugh, and smelling <laughs> it. So you know, and, and, and so I know it's hard for him, but you know, like we just we get to uh, we get to talk to each other about it, and it's so nice to just have that compatibility, like or accountability. Um, and that person just to be able to talk to about it, like, hey, man, I was struggling with my nutrition today. And I know it's something that might seem simple, but like when you have somebody to talk to about it, man, I, I, I really wanted um, a burger. And he's like, dude, you know, I mean, you could, but the goal is to go 140 meals, like That's what we talked about, and we know it's going to feel better if we don't do it. Share a little bit about what you've learned through the WHOOP about
1: nutrition and sleep and recovery.
4: Yeah, actually, so since we've been doing this, let's see, I'm like nine days in perfect. I'm like 38 meals straight. Um, And really, it wasn't like necessarily I had really bad nutrition before, but now it's like I want to make sure I get veggies in at every single meal um, and I'm like balancing my carbs, and my proteins, like, so really my meals are just more balanced now. Um, and so over the past, like nine days, I've had veggies at every single meal. And in my whoop data, I think I've been, I've had a lower heart rate, a higher heart rate variability. My sleep has been a lot better. Um, I've had a lot more, um, consistent, like deep sleep, REM sleep. Um, my heart rate, uh, like I said, on average day is lower. Um, and so my nutrition plays such a big role in that just because it like, it fuels me throughout the day, but then also like it fuels my sleep, you know, and lets my body just like recover. And it's not like straining hard to like process, you know, junk food. Didn't you also say that like certain amount of time before bed, not eating helped your sleep? So the neat thing about Whoop is like you can enter in um, different things that you do throughout the day. So if I... I feel like Whoop should sponsor this podcast. Yeah, they should. (laughs) (laughs) They they really should. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, if I you know, you have a whoop journal and you can enter in certain things that you do throughout the day. So certain times that you stretch, certain times that you work out, certain times that you eat different foods. Um, and what I've found is that if I eat within two hours of bedtime, my body is working throughout the evening or throughout the nighttime in order to recover. And so, or it's working to break down that food. And so my body can't recover. Um, So I find that if I eat before two hours, you know, prior to bedtime, that is kind of like the last time that I can eat and then expect to have a decent recovery the next day.
1: That's, I mean, I think that's pretty cool that
4: you know that, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, that, and then if my, if I don't have enough water, um, That makes a big difference in the way that my body recovers for the next day. So Mm -hmm. um, really, it just, it forces me, or it doesn't even force me. It just strongly suggests, because you see it in the data that, hey, I need to make better decisions um, in order to perform. And I don't only see it just in like my performance, you know, when it comes to the gym, but like in the way that I perform in, um, you know, working with my clients and like, being a better leader and being a better friend and, um, you know, the daily things that I do.
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Very cool. Bennett, save uh, best for last, my friend. How are you? How's your workouts been these days?
5: I feel like workouts have been really good. I went through like a, a recent phase where I was going really heavy on stuff, but... I feel like before I get to that with the whoop, I've also noticed that it depends on what food you eat before bed too. Because I actually I'll eat things like smart pop popcorn or like or like uh, yogurt, and my recovery is great. Like it's amazing because so then, that is because I still have some kind of food before going to bed, like an hour, maybe like thirty you minutes. You probably minute. have
1: like a really fast metabolism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. extremely
5: fast. But but like, if you eat as opposed eat to what pe- if I eat a pizza or like my <laughs> like burger.
3: Or something oh it's
5: it's pizza. the whole pizza base. but my recovery it doesn't matter how much sleep i get will be it'd be like almost one like percent which 10%. is
1: okay you know the the fact that i mean i think people need to hear that like yeah. most people don't eat healthy right so especially like, right before they go to bed right before they go always to bed nighttime when people yeah and and they don't even think for a second that my sleep is not you know they go right. to sleep and they sleep you know if yeah. they sleep seven eight hours, nine hours they probably think they got good mm-hmm. sleep You're but right. in reality their body was just like
5: going to war against that pizza all night like what if i eat something like that before i go to bed i'm gonna be up all night like i'm literally waking up in sweats like i'm ready to work out like i'm yeah. ready to like run yeah. so it's happened to me several times where i just don't sleep i just i'm up i'm like oh i'm just gonna get up and start doing stuff because i just can't yeah i messed up so a few podcasts,
1: coaches podcasts ago, you were you were working on strength. You were doing a lot of squats. Yeah, um, I
5: still squat pretty much every day. Yeah. So what? But what do you? What would you say? Kind of your workouts are looking like these days? Right now, I feel like, I just feel really drained. Like I feel like all that that work. Like I just I can just tell my body is is like, dude, you gotta you gotta stop, man. You gotta rest. I just feel like I wasn't resting. Like sleep is not really my best thing. So it's really what I struggle with. And
1: how do you when you know that like what is how do you listen to your body like what is what are the indicators of that
5: Mm, I don't feel explosive or strong like my 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 core your core is everything like my legs always feel strong like when I get on a bike like I can still bike I bike all the time now I feel feel like I can't really do anything else I can't load my core right now my core is just super tired like my back still feels it just feels tired from doing all that strength training because my I'm still you know I still feel the injury but like not nearly as bad as it used to, but now I'm just, like, doing all the squats, doing all the cleans, doing all the jerks, doing, like, I can tell it's really, it's just, I, I can't put weight on my back right now and feel strong. Like, so, I can still put a lot of weight on and then it'd be okay. Like, I can make it happen, but it just, I don't feel explosive.
1: So, what does, like, squatting look like right now?
5: Uh, I keep it to just, like, 225, and you no know, heavier than that. And, I, and I'll do, like, pause squats. So, I'll just pause at the bottom for, like, 30 seconds. I just go all the way down and hold that, and I'll do, like, if I do jerks, uh, I'll probably still stay at, like, 225 and, like, pause. Like, I'll do a jerk and pause for, like, five a seconds. squat jerk? No, not all just, the way down. Okay, okay. I can do... I feel like I can still do it, but, like, it's... My body's still not really meant for that. Mm-hmm. No, I'm too long. So it's, like, it's, it's not that I can't do it. I'm not stable, so it's, like, I don't need to be doing that. Even with when I do, like, 135, I can feel... St- unstable, even though I can make it happen, so I stick to more power jerks. So, what do you have to do in preparation to squat two twenty five? A lot of warm up. Yeah,
1: dive into that a little bit. What is like, that warm up? Calf
5: raises. Like? I do cosack lunges. I do. Uh, I do tons of ankle work. Like I, I, do. I'll put my foot up on a box and I'll pull my toes. I'll wiggle my toes a lot. I'll. I need to. I've noticed I need to warm up on the bike for like five minutes. At least five minutes to get some get my quads pumped. Like if I can get my quads pumped, my squats feel super good. Like I, I can I can just feel like I have all the mu- all control of the muscles. Because like when you just squat, it's not just quads though. It's like you're using your calves, you're using your butt, you're using your hamstring. Like when you when you use when you do legs and st- like or any kind of compound, you're using everything.
1: I and I agree. When I squat, I have to do my glutes. Yeah. Like I have to get my
5: low back, my glutes. Yeah. Primed up. So, like, I know – I learned one thing from, like, top-level Olympic lifters is that they, they warm up with the glute ham machine a lot. Mm. Like, reverse – you know. Yeah, reverse, reverse hypers. Reverse hypers. Reverse hypers aren't even just the glute ham development in general. They'll do – and then they'll pause, not with a lot of weight, but, like, they'll pause to make sure everything in your – like, your back – that actually fixed my shoulder, too. I was dealing with a lot of shoulder pain overhead because the bench press, for sure, is messed up. Like, I – that's what I heard it on, but – like a long time ago, I still can't figure it out. Like I've been, I've been staying light. Dumbbells I've noticed are better for me, so I just don't get really heavy on bench press anymore. I just don't really need to. But now overhead stuff feels good because I've been doing the reverse or the glute ham, and I do arm haulers. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll, I'll get my rear delts activated, my lats, and then I'll go squat because now I feel like I can, I can create the shelf required the whole time, when I when I squat or when I do front squats or anything.
1: So what is like a a seven day, you know, workout program look like for you? If we were, if we have, if you were a true coach client, if you were your own true coach client.
5: Yeah, probably four, four days a week is optimal of weight training. And then three days of just light cardio or stretching and, or just, I take Sundays off completely. Like Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm the opposite. I need a day where I do nothing. Like I just eat. Because <laughs> you have to. Like, you, depends on what kind of training you do. So I have, I just have to. I mean, but everyone thinks I eat bad, but I eat actually. I probably eat the cleanest out of everyone in here. I'm, just, I'm honest. If I'm honest,
1: yeah. All you six week challenge, five week challenge.
5: I eat. I eat mostly vegetables. So like, uh, if I had to go, if I honestly had to go vegetarian, I could.
0: A
1: good, a good, a happy diet. So three days <laughs> a week of light cardio, give me, what does that look like for mm, you?
5: Probably just like 500 calories on the bike or like a, or like a three, two, three mile run. Like yesterday I did 1,000 calories on the bike and then a two mile run. On what bike? The, oh, that, the um, Concept 2. 1,000 okay. calories? How long did yeah. 1,000 calories take? I did it take? two separate sessions, so 30 minutes each. Gotcha. So my quads still feel good, you know. That's what I'm trying to keep it off my core. So what, what
1: triggers your thoughts to say, oh, I need to do light cardio or I need to do strength?
5: Um, I try alternate days. So right now I do three days train, like yeah, so like training.
1: Yeah, so like a one day strength, one day mm-hmm. light cardio.
5: And I do, I'm doing more speed work too. So like, when I do, instead of like trying to push strength, I stay at maybe 25 to 50% of my max and and move it really fast
4: and that's 225
5: (laughs) so (laughs) it so
1: so explain to me i mean i I think it's you know your your nutrition like you said a lot of vegetables like what is your nutrition Mm -hmm. look like
5: uh i probably i eat a lot of zucchini and squash and green beans and uh i eat a lot of smart pop popcorn that's a lot (laughs) of like that's super high in fiber it's only 200 calories for a whole big bag. So it's like I can get... If I, if I eat a meal and I'm not satisfied, I just eat a bag of popcorn, which is about 200 calories. The whole big bag. Yeah. yeah a, I mean, you obviously got to like the taste. Yeah, it's, uh, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll probably eat two or three of those a day. Uh, <laughs> eat a lot text? of blueberries. Uh, of yeah. the popcorn?
1: So it's almost like a oh, wow. palate cleanser.
5: Yeah, it is. Veggie yeah. popcorn diet. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I still eat... like. If I, I have venison I I get a lot of venison from my parents so if I do eat it's like I eat fish or venison I don't really like to make chicken I don't like anything else I I just don't really crave meat like I eat it if I go out to eat like if I get like a a bowl like a burrito bowl I'll I'll get it but I I think I'll eat maybe eggs I eat -hmm. a lot of like french toast
1: any uh so, any protein shake? Like egg whites. Well, your yeah, your fridge toast is like yeah, egg very, whites. It's really low calorie. Yeah.
5: I can eat like 8 of those and beast and not, it's not even 1000 calories. Any protein shakes? Mm, no. No. I don't I don't really
1: So if you had to guess how many calories you're eating a day?
5: Probably 2500 to 3000. Yeah. So and I mean yeah. I mean I think I eat 3300 a day. So yeah. So um, like if I had to eat I mean, like on no. Last weekend's different because I went. If I see my parents or my grandparents, like I had probably 5,000 calories every day. <laughs> like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I probably had 5,000 every single day. Do you have a big appetite? Oh yeah, that's why I have to eat dense. That's why I eat a lot of vegetables and fruit. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, I will. If if it's biscuits and gravy or like mm-hmm. pizza, I can eat two pizzas in one sitting. Yeah, and that's 4,000 calories you know in one one sitting
1: so what would you say right now like looking forward like ahead what is your like what do you want to work on workout mm. wise or what are you hoping like are you is it prevent injury is it move
5: better yeah injuries are killing me mm. like i feel like i was never injury prone until i got the injuries and now it's like now it's like one thing starts hurting i get nervous i'm like ooh, i don't miss that something starts lingering i'm like ooh. I'm done. I, I, I call it quits now. Yeah. I'll just go do something else.
1: Well, and there's there's a lot of truth to that. Um, okay. Troy Barnes, uh, a rusty chiropractor, he said that anytime you've injured something, right, and this is, you know, it sounds like a, kind of one of those like duh things, but it, you're more likely to injure that again. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, if you've had, whether it's shoulder, low back, hamstring, you know, so many different
5: places that people ankles. Then you just got to be mindful of it. Well, when you when you've been out before and you've backtracked so far, and then you're just depressed because you can't do anything. Like you you do. It's a dark place. You don't want to mm-hmm. go there. You know. So it's like when you you can't do what you want to do. So for me, I had I lifted with the bar for a like pretty much a year straight. You know, when I first in, when I re-injured my back again, doing a back handspring like something I should not have been doing. And it got so bad, like I I couldn't sleep, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't sit on a bike, I couldn't run, I couldn't. Like I I had literally it was literally just taking a whole year off. Like I don't know if you can imagine that, but like I get I go insane if I'm not working out, like doing something.
1: How, and now you're able to actually lift. Yeah. Which how so I mean, how does huge. that feel? Feel
5: good? Oh yeah, I feel super. The problem is I feel super powerful still, but I it, it not stable.
1: Yeah, you so gotta be you gotta be smart.
5: So now it's just bring it like keeping the weight appropriate Mm -hmm. because when I was young I could just put I don't know I naturally put a lot of weight on and just do it like I didn't think you don't realize how heavy something is but now it's like things are a lot heavier to me even though I can do it but like I respect the weight more like I feel like that's something you should learn how to do is respect the weight that you're actually lifting like good because if it's just because like also I was in football so it was football mentality and there's people that were like, and I was a lineman, so there's people lifting like ridiculous weight, but I didn't realize that that was their body weight, and that was like double my body weight, you know what I mean? So it was like, it's like, oh well, they're doing that, I could, I should be able to try that, you know?
1: I think, man, if anybody can listen to what Bennett's saying and take away, just listen to your body. Yeah. Scale back when you need to,
5: you know? That's like your body's vulgar. I can mm-hmm. tell you that. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if it's telling you something, you just you gotta learn how to listen. Yeah. Like it's telling if it's if it's the red lights blinking it's yeah it's telling it, you know you gotta listen to it that's for sure
1: well guys i hope you've enjoyed listening to these uh, coaches just share their fitness and uh, we'll be back next time for another episode thanks guys once again thanks for listening if you live in bryan college station we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs. If you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial, visit us at boomfitbcs.com. That's boomfitbcs.com.